0: The following podcast is improvised satire and all characters are fictional.
1: Hello, I'm Dean Ardenfeld. This is the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the corporation.
0: So much, and he wants to chat with each person who works for the brand. He doesn't work for them. This is a fact you should know. Dean bell is here talking to folks for his show.
1: Hello, dear listeners. I hope you're enjoying your spring. We're definitely getting some April showers here, so I'm looking forward to some of those famous May flowers. Although all the bees in my area were killed off last summer after the explosion at the chemical plant. But hey, I guess there's always plastic flowers, right? Anyway, I've got a great episode for you today. First, I spoke to a woman who works as an event planner in a company full of very confident men. She shares some of her secrets for getting their attention, as well as her hobbies of crashing frat parties and uh, sensory deprivation. Then I talked to a woman who sells ballistic missiles, uh, mostly by smoking cigars at dive bars in conflict zones. I'm not gonna lie, she scared me a little bit. I spoke to them both in my studio. I think you're gonna love it. Before we get to the episode, though, if you haven't dropped a five star review of The Corporation in Apple or Spotify, I'd really appreciate it. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the team-building events planner at Bro Culture Limited, a cutting-edge tech company in Silicon Valley with a strong, work-hard, play-hard philosophy. In her role, she organizes on- and off-site recreational events so employees can bond and blow off steam together. In her spare time, she spends full days in a sensory deprivation tank. Please welcome Judy Shubrook. Hi. Hi there. How are you?
0: I'm so great. How are you? I'm great.
1: So you plan events for the employees of this company, huh?
0: Yes, yes wow. I do. Full-time event planner. Oh yeah. Yeah, I actually went to high school for uh, event planning, so You went to is... high
1: school for it? I mm-hmm. didn't you could do that. You did like took a, a Oh
0: yeah, it was my major in high school, event planning. Wow, I didn't know you yeah. could do
1: that. Wow. Did you go on to college or was this the only uh no. higher education schooling you had?
0: <laughs> no, I no, I since I majored in event planning in high school, I was actually able to um the track allowed me to go right into um wow. Wow. this line of work and it was either this or wedding planning mm. and um I grew up with a family full of boys so I was like I know oh. what I'm doing here. Sure. So. That
1: makes sense I mm-hmm. guess. I mean it's right in the name there. I know they they make you know this is a Silicon Valley cutting edge company they're making apps just targeted toward men. It's a lot of men in the office. How do you how do you, how do you deal with that? I guess brothers helps.
0: Oh yeah, I mean like I guess the Energizer Bunny runs on energizer batteries and I run on testosterone, you know? That's that's interesting. I didn't. I never thought
1: of it as, you know, a lot of women complain about like testosterone or there being too much testosterone in a room or this being a a wiener party or what have you. And uh, it's interesting to hear you say that testosterone actually gives you like energy, like being surrounded by like maleness.
0: Yes. You know, I mean, you call it a wiener party like it's a bad thing. Like I'm going to just say that the keyword here is party. You know, we like to have a good time.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think about the fact that I was Saying the word "party" in it, um, so y- so you do. Um, so
0: you do need to think just like before you speak in terms of that kind of thing at bro culture. Like, oh, do you? Wiener party is not necessarily a bad thing. Where we, where oh, we I are. see. Yeah,
1: I see. When you, because uh, when you said you need to think about what you say beforehand, I assumed it would be some sort of like sexual harassment thing. But you're saying no,
0: just you. Like, why oh, <laughs> Yeah, just like when you come to our company mm. culture, yeah, you you have to learn that, and then anything goes. Do you know yeah, what I mean?
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: outsiders, like need I know to you.
1: Think. have uh, events where if I were to walk into your company in the middle of the day on lunch break or something, the president and the VP might be uh, like wrestling each other right yeah. in the middle of the cubicles. Very there.
0: common. Uh, and everyone's um,
1: like cheering them on and shouting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what kinds of uh, what kinds of fun parties, uh, event kind of things do you put on in or outside the office?
0: Well, one of our favorite things to do is like a team building bonding exercise. So we'll have... Um, We'll have a whole bunch of people uh, in a in a little area, and they will shut their eyes, and everyone will hold hands with someone different. Hmm. And then when they open their eyes, they have to untie the massive knot that they've made. And wow. um, our guys really like it because it allows them the opportunity to untie any knots that they've tied previously.
1: Interesting. Do you get a lot of um, uh, of guys sort of shouting at one another or trying to take the lead in that situation? Who? How does how do they know who's leading and who's? Getting Giving the direction in that situation?
0: Yeah, um, that's a great question. We only hire alphas. So um I think I
1: had read that and yeah. I, I wondered how does that work with just a company full of alphas?
0: Yeah, you might have seen this on LinkedIn. Um if you follow me on LinkedIn. I posted <laughs> a, an article about um how we're really leading the way in terms of our hiring. Uh it, it's a it's a huge movement right now and it's actually gotten a lot of traction. So really? so usually uh, to, to get back to your original question, we hire alphas. There's a lot of energy in the room. Mm. So um one of our ground rules is just like um Whoever spills blood first loses. So.
1: Wow, that's so interesting. And it and really opens up opportunity. You know, when you talk, there's a lot of talk these days about diversifying your workforce and all of that. And so many offices, I think, just think we can only hire like one or two alphas, but you guys just went all the way with it. And you're giving more alphas uh, more opportunity, which is just more representation, right? Thank
0: you. Yes. And so in terms of um, diversity, I just want to say that, you know, when I first started working at the company, everyone was named Michael. Oh, and really? now we have, uh, Dave uh-huh. and then there's, um, uh, there's Chuck. Can't forget Chuck. Chuck's, oh, Chuck's wow. great. Um, so yeah. How many Michaels were there when you first started? Probably like, um, let me see one, two, yeah. 12. 12 Michaels. Yeah.
1: Wow. And, it, and then they hired you. Then they hired me. That's so interesting. They were like, we need a Judy on board.
0: Yeah. Or sometimes I go by um, Brooke because it's in my last name because they don't really remember my name. Oh, really? So So, so, I'll answer to any of them.
1: So the guys will just point at you and unable to remember the first name of the only woman in the office will say the wrong name. Yep. Wow. And you're fine with that. I
0: think I could go by Brooke. I mean, it's like whatever, you know, if that works for them, that works for them.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, you do a lot of fun stuff. I I was reading you you do like, you know, go-kart races and Segway tours. When you get out of the office, like what kind of fun stuff do you do and how does that go down?
0: Um, I am on the local beer pong um, team, which is great. So um, we go around to different uh, fraternities on Saturday nights and just see who needs... um, partner hmm. so that brings me a lot of joy
1: what's the goal there when are you cr- is bro culture limited to staff crashing a fraternity or are they invited are they sponsors like what's the relationship that you guys have that's
0: a good question I do like to keep um, work and play uh, separate so mm-hmm. this is actually all my own doing that I'm in the the beer oh, pong league. This so. is not
1: with your coworkers. No, this and is that, just you.
0: That does surprise a lot of people. <laughs>
1: that surprised me. I assumed it was a official, especially since I asked you about specific things you do, you plan outside the office. I assumed you'd tell me what you plan outside the office with your coworkers. But you're telling me about something you do solo, oh, almost I like thought, a hobby.
0: I thought you were talking about me and my personal life. Excuse oh, me. I'm,
1: and I'm sorry not to take. I mean, I should have taken more of an interest. I should have known that you were talking about your own personal.
0: No, life I'm there. sorry. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. This no, is entirely no, my fault. No, this don't apologize, No, please. I have to. This is one of our corporate trainings.
1: You have to apologize? For everything. When there's, a, when there's, when there's any misunderstanding at all, you have to apologize? Yes,
0: anyone yeah. at all.
1: Do you ever feel like you're that puts you sort of at the bottom of the totem pole with a bunch of alphas and then you have to apologize to them all the time? How, how do you get them to do the, the things that you've planned? Do they just, uh, once in a while, do they just turn to you and say, look, Brooke, I don't feel like doing that?
0: Um. Well, when you are <laughs> hot and you... <laughs> make plans for people.
1: Uh-huh. I see. I see. So, you know, if it's exciting enough to them and, uh, you are a very attractive person. And so if you're trying, if the one, uh, woman in the office who happens to be attractive is saying, Hey, let's go do go-karts. The chances are better that they're going to go do it. than if say like an ugly person, right, or, uh, it was a boring activity or like, so you've got to stay, you So your events have got to stay exciting and you've got to stay hot to keep them interested. And I'll
0: tell you, the person who was in this job before me Mm -hmm. had a face for radio. I
1: see. Yeah. Yeah. So So, it's like it was 12 Michaels and this other woman. And they were like, let's get rid of her. Let's get somebody better to look at. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. In my interview, they told me that it looked like she got run over by an ugly car.
1: Oh, they told you that in the interview. You're replacing someone who looks like they got run over by an ugly car.
0: I mean, also pizza. Pizza goes a long way. If you sure, want to get yeah. anyone anywhere, mm. it's pizza.
1: Free pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that never gets old. No matter how successful your company gets, free pizza is always a, a, a good choice. Yeah. Free
0: pizza. And I do want to just say that I do recognize the irony of saying that someone had a, a face for radio and that this is a podcast.
1: Oh, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Yes, of course. Uh, well, I'm
0: not dumb, but I'm not smart, but I'm not dumb. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And we do do a little... We do do a little videotaping of the podcast. So, uh, you know, if oh, you were worried about your... the
0: camera? <laughs> it's right over there, yeah. Oh, the camera usually finds me, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 At they least are, that's what my coworkers say about me.
1: They are unmanned cameras, but...
0: Yeah, where are all the men here?
1: Um, yeah, well, it's just me. It's just a, sort of a one-man <sighs> oh, show, really. I guess you count. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Sometimes people don't can't really uh, place it. And not, it has nothing to do with my gender uh, expression or anything. It just has to do with... Um, Am I looking at a man? Sometimes I get that. Or like, you know, when you talk about having a lot of testosterone in the office and mm. having some kind of, you know, like uh, a lot of alphas, I'm kind of the inverse of that. I'm like
0: an omega, uh,
1: very whatever the next probably lower than that.
0: Okay. No, because omega is a Z. Oh, is, is it? this the end of the alphabet? See, that, see that's why, You see, I'm dumb, but I'm smart. You but I'm are dumb.
1: because I would have thought omega would be O.
0: <laughs> yeah. that's well, I al- think that's omega. B- so it's alpha, beta, gamma, delta. Uh-huh zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, mu, nu, psi, omicron, pi, rho, sigma, tau, epsilon, Bi-Kai-Sai-Omega. Yeah, Omega is the last one. See, oh I'm dumb, but I'm smart, but I'm dumb. <laughs>
1: no, please don't call yourself dumb. Really, <laughs> honestly, that is uh, remarkable. And especially for uh, a high school graduate. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Thank you. So um, Bro Culture is such an interesting company. They <laughs> make apps just for men. What kinds of apps do they make? And what kinds of problems that men have are are these apps trying to solve?
0: Yeah, so one of, um, one of our best-selling apps is a period tracker so that guys know when they're when they're like social circle mm. when their their friends who are girls are on their cycle so that they can huh. kind of steer clear of you know political conversations and they can steer clear of mm. like um making any kind of like disparaging remarks or something because right. they know that you know whomever so, is on their That's such cycle. a
1: cool idea and I think I, I read about this uh, app and I think one of the I- issues you were having around it is that men were just plugging in like multiple periods a month for, mm-hmm. for specific women when they thought they might have been on their period like they were guessing every time the woman seemed like they were on their period. And yeah
0: and it just kind of seemed like it, it was crashed, all day. It sort of crashed day. the system mm-hmm. like
1: they would pick one woman and say she had her period seven times that month. How do you have a period tracker that it's just based on what men think women's periods are. Well,
0: that's actually the beauty of the app. Um, it? Cause, cause it, it almost provides like a diary for men to say, you know, so-and-so was, was, you know, clapped back at me <laughs> um, for something I said about voting rights. And so you can, you know, thumb through it and say, Oh, um, it's really a self-discovery thing because you can be like, oh, is that their personality and something that means a lot to them? Or was it just that time of the month? Right, mm-hmm. right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if I guess if you gather enough data, maybe you could actually make, maybe men could actually understand uh, what the heck's going on in a woman's brain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I sure, know sure. I would like to know.
1: So um, your hobby is that you spend days, it says, in in a sensory deprivation tank.
0: That is true. Isn't that dangerous? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Why so long? Well, I like to just become kind of a human raisin over a few days, just oh. totally dehydrate myself. Mm. Um, I feel like it is the only place that I'm not affected by any kind of outward um, vibe. I get
1: that. Totally. I mean, I've From the reading I've done on sensory deprivation stuff, it seems like it's supposed to be relaxing and gets you out of your own head and stuff. But then there's a tipping point where if you spend too long in it, you could... Have hallucinations or paranoia or do you ever have those things?
0: Actually, um, it's interesting that you ask me that. I, it does have the exact opposite effect because I go in there with a lot of screaming in my head and oh. lots of voices and I see strange things.
1: And it takes you like it, a full six hours to get rid of it It takes me like
0: all. maybe a day or two actually to yeah. be in there, no one bothering me yeah. to actually find some peace what do, you,
1: what, what do you think is the cause of all of that the screaming in your head and all of the voices in your head and all the negative thoughts and self-criticism and panic attacks. What do you think the outside root cause of that is?
0: I wish I could tell you, yeah. but I have, I haven't the foggiest idea. Yeah, right? I think I lead a really like otherwise very fun, happy, progressive and forward life.
1: Yeah. I mean, you haven't stopped smiling in sort of almost an aggressive way this entire time.
0: That is the cocaine.
1: (laughs) Great. Well, um, I would love to talk to you a little further in a bit, but I want to get on to my second guest here. Please do. Yes. Great. Well, folks, my second guest today makes good things that destroy bad things. We're going to find out what that means. But first, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What's up, this is Michael Donald Michelson from Bro Culture Limited, here to tell you about our brand new app that makes sense of the female brain. To such an extent that's possible, <laughs> do you have a woman in your life, wife, sister, side piece, mistress? Is that b- constantly acting kind of weird? It may be because of the female menstrual cycle, a syndrome that happens to most women for between three and 27 days each month with our patented cutting edge, app available for iphone and android you can track your lady's menstrual cycle so you know exactly when not to talk to her about sensitive topics and when to just get the f out of there simply download the app for free and the next time that starts acting weird put it right in the app and in future months we got your back bro bro culture limited bros before hoes dude and we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Brooke uh, Judy Shubrook from Bro Culture, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. She is the VP of Sales for Fire from Above, one of the world's leading manufacturers of long-range ballistic missiles mostly fire from above sells its exceptional products to the good old usfa but occasionally the u.s resells them to other countries or ffa sells them directly to interested governments abroad in her spare time, she sells dolls on Etsy. Please welcome Patricia Grimps. Good to be here. How you doing, sweetheart? Great. Um, wow, you make uh, some of the deadliest weapons known to mankind. That's pretty cool, huh? It's the coolest. Tell me a little bit about like uh, how you got into that and what makes it so interesting to be able to shoot a missile like 300 miles to, to, to hit an enemy target.
2: You know how he went to the moon, Dean? It's pretty cool, right?
1: Uh, do, do I know how we went as in
2: not you and I we never went to the moon I'm talking about
1: mankind yeah but thing. are you saying do you know how we went to the moon or do you say are you saying do you know how we went there the first one okay <laughs> yes I do know that we went to the moon
2: so we've done that yeah it's over uh-huh. boring now yeah what's cool what's gonna make us feel alive uh-huh. and market research says it's long-range ballistic missiles that
1: I mean it's not unconnected the idea that we 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 created these humongous rockets during the, you know, the cold war to try to get to the moon. And then we're using that same, very same technology to annihilate our enemies. Right.
2: Exactly. You're, you're overthinking it. Am I think I? <laughs> it's, it's, it's about discovery. It's about what's oh, new, you okay. know, yeah. what did, what did that old geezer? what, what was his name? Uh, J- JFK, John F. Kennedy, you yeah, know, yeah. because space is there. We made missiles because we could, and the materials were there and people we wanted to blow up were there.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm, a touch confused they called him an old geezer because he famously didn't reach the age of old geezer but i guess it happened a long time ago is maybe what you meant um, i meant so, what i meant <laughs> sure sure you did so um do are people ever intimidated i'm a little intimidated talking to you and it seems like Good. you know when you have deadly uh, technology at your fingertips that could you know kill thousands and thousands of people uh, with a push of a button do, do, are people nice to you a lot is that how that works
2: people are nice to me because i'm really fun to hang out with are you uh yeah I work in sales, I don't know if you read my bio, but important part of working in sales mm. is, you know, you're a people person. Sure. I'm just, I'm a fun hang, I'm chill, I'm cool. Interesting. And I make other people feel that way unless I think they're lame.
1: I see, okay, well that might be what I'm getting from you because I'm not getting a fun vibe, but I, I am just, getting a lot I of eye contact. Dean, I get
2: the feeling that you, know, you and I should go, should go shooting. Oh. I feel like you've never shot a gun.
1: Interesting. Quick, funny, aside story. Ah, here we go. Uh, Recently, some Hogswood Cooper fellas invited me to their hunting camp to go hunting, and uh, then they left me there. Um, And so I thought I was going on a hunting trip with them, and then they left me there as a prank, and I um, nearly starved to death in their hunting camp. So when people ask me to do things, I am going to be a little uh, suspicious from now on. But if you want to go hunting sometime, I'd certainly entertain the possibility. Yeah. Did you have
2: fun, though? You know, out in the woods?
1: For those five minutes before the truck peeled away, we were having a great old time. Yeah. Yeah. And I would l- I would love it if those guys could those get back to Those guys
2: sound cool. Can I get, can get their numbers? Yeah, of course. If they Great. can get
1: back to me, I really appreciate that. So uh, anywho, uh, I know that you are selling these things to the U.S. government, right? Yeah. But then also sometimes a government will come along that says, hey, can we get a few of those as well? And, uh, and you'll sell to them as well. And technically, sometimes that's seen as illegal or wrong or what have you, but they're never auditing that stuff. And you've got plenty of money to deal with any fines associated with it and stuff, right? So it's really just about like, uh, growing the company and growing the business, right?
2: I'm great at my job because I'm fun and cool, and just because the government's very bad at their job. Oh yeah, yeah, well, that's important. To which understand. part of the government's job? Reg- reg- re- reg- Regulating the the sale of ballistic missiles. See, they're I super see. bad at at one of the. Yeah. Biggest else they've ever taken. Um, so here's what you have to understand about me, about mm. Patty. It's what I like to call myself. Patricia's a woman's name. And, you know.
1: Oh, and you're not a woman. Uh,
2: I am, but, I don't, but that doesn't get me anywhere, you know, in this world.
1: You're rubbing a lot of shoulders with a lot of, like, government men and yeah. army, army guys yeah. and stuff like that. I'm sure. You
2: get it. Yeah. Uh, so basically, a g- good rule of thumb is that if you're hearing about a conflict... I'm already over it. I've already been there. I've already made the sale. I was in Ukraine huh. December of like 2021. Wow, really? Yeah. So, On vacation. Made some great friends. Interesting. Yeah. I'm so. I'm wait I cannot tell you Dean how excited I am for the South China Sea to start popping off. Huh. I got some great vacation pics that no one cares about right now, but give it 6 months for things to get a little bit hotter and <laughs> I'm going to get to
1: talk about that at so many cool parties. So what is going on with you? Are you going on vacation to these hot spots, and then are you making friends and then making sales and then that is heating up the global conflict there? Is that what's going on? Um, are you, are like, you claiming responsibility for it? Oh, n- <laughs> are, you, are, you, are
2: you insane? Are no. you humble
1: bragging? I, what's going on here?
2: I'm incredibly good at my job, right? I get that, yeah. Um, so basically, a, a sales trip for me will look like me going on vacation to a place where things are about to pop off uh-huh. and then, you know looking cool, smoking a cigar in a bar, mm-hmm. and making the right friends with the right army generals and, you know, that gov- that locale's government contractors. Gotcha. And, you know, making some great friends, maybe going on a roadie, maybe doing some shrooms. You know, those are my brothers for life now. Wow. And it's really easy to sell long-range ballistic missiles to your brother for life.
1: Sure it is. Yeah, that's what, where a lot of those deals get made, right, is, mm-hmm. is over some scotches or, you know, on some kind of hunting trip or what have you. And now, over well,
2: hallucinogenic mushrooms. I
1: had not heard of that, but uh, but that's that's incredible.
2: I so, actually developed an immunity to to mushrooms so wow. that I could be my best and brightest self um, while they were tripping balls. I've heard... Get them vulnerable, make a sale.
1: I've heard that about spies that a lot of times they they do that with alcohol, right, where they're like, they're drinking with their buddies, but they can't like divulge secrets and such. So they develop a tolerance to it. Is that what you're doing with your well,
2: spies are such a bad hang. They take themselves too fucking seriously, man. Do, yeah. It's like, get over it. You it know? seems like
1: your goal is to sell as many missiles as possible, which is probably antithetical to the goal of,
2: well, I would like to sell lots of missiles because the next bonus, um, you know, like rewards vacation for being a good salesperson yeah. is going to Mars. And I think that's going to be pretty wow. sick.
1: That's so pretty I've got,
2: I'm within like, I don't know, Two major geopolitical conflicts of making that goal. So. Wow,
1: and I mean that's a that's a win-win. Oh yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm behind on the times. Um, are we colonizing Mars at this moment? Yeah. It depends on who you're friends with. You know, yeah. you're
2: you're just not having the conversations that I'm having over cigars. You know, right, at right. bars at night. So I you're have, not in the know, and that's, that's okay. I've,
1: that's what I've learned by doing this podcast is that there are a lot of things where you think, "Oh, there can't possibly be like a secret ski resort just for rich people, or there can't possibly be this or that." And it turns out that all, all that stuff is I, there. There might be a moon base that we don't even know about, um, where you know rich people are living on the moon. Do you ski-eating? Oh, I ski no Dean? Uh, I've, I've broke my collarbone when I was in high school oh, doing it. And oh, I again done it with since.
2: this guy? Are you kidding me? <laughs> One of my favorite sports, it has a fancy name, but Patty doesn't care about its fancy name, is when you ski and also shoot a gun. I'm oh, wow. really good at that one.
1: I've never heard, well, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody. Dead ass dude, it's a sport, look it up. Wait, uh, I got well, I got tripped up on who Patty was and then I realized you were talking about yourself in the third person. So what's the, I'm trying to keep up here, what what's the sport? It's its you, you ski a little bit <laughs> yeah. and then you take your sick gun off your back where oh, you're yeah. holding it
2: and you shoot something and you keep skiing. Like That's a triathlon? like a great day. A triathlon is definitely something different, Dean. I'm is pretty it? sure that's running and swimming and biking. Oh, but biking is a sport. What's the one?
1: Where, what's the one where they cross-country ski and then they shoot a rifle? And Probably the one I'm f***ing talking about, okay. but it's not called
2: a triathlon. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm man! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I flew in for this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well uh yeah i did um, it was incredible you landed in a like a uh, military helicopter it was nice it right? was terrifying and right on the roof of the studio i did not expect it i don't think you had clearance at all
2: clearances for other people
1: yeah yeah no you're very high high ranking um i, I want to go back real quick to the moment when you said you you smoking a cigar at a bar in a foreign country where there's a hot spot geopolitically yeah and... odessa
2: beautiful in december oh, yeah. of 2021 wow.
1: incredible so when you're doing that i just want to know what whatever the military version of a meet cute is yeah. when like, you know, some, some guy in a uniform comes into the after hours bar and you're smoking a cigar, tough lady at the end of the bar there. How does that conversation go? How do you reel them in?
2: Um, you know, it, 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 it depends on the locale. You mm. know, I don't speak a lick of Ukrainian, man. I don't speak a lick of any of it. And yeah. shockingly, they speak a lot of Ukrainian in Ukraine. Yeah, sure. So that was, yeah. a, I was at a disadvantage, which I never like to be at a disadvantage. Sure. So, um, I just, um, I basically wore a shirt that says Russia sucks, right? And that, that oh. is English that they do know. Yeah. And that got a lot of people who agreed with me, which was m- mostly everyone, to come and chat. And then at wow. that point, it's pretty easy to figure out who who you know probably has the capacity and the ability to pay me money for military weapons. Because sure. those folks were looking pretty tired. Want to hear some insider goss? Of course. Of course. You can always tell. When there's something going on at the good old Pentagon, because the subway is open way later. Oh. There's a subway in the Pentagon for yeah. them to eat sandwiches. and when it's open at three in the morning, uh-huh. that's something something's up.
1: That's uh, yeah. yeah. That's, it's an insider
2: uh, trip. I'll give you, give you, and your listeners for free. Wow, you're welcome.
1: That's like um, when uh, at the height of the Cold War, um, Russian agents in the United States were counting the number of lights on in the Pentagon at night, uh, thinking that the, uh, a lot of lights meant that there was a nuclear attack that was imminent. Right? And no, then, it
2: meant that they're super bad at turning their lights off. Listen, oh, are they? Well, bad? another re- another reason I'm so good at my job is because almost universally, people in the military are not that smart.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, So
2: they don't know that turning the lights off maybe make them pay less money. But also the nice thing about the government is they don't care about how much money they have to pay. Have you seen how much money they get? It's insane.
1: Yeah. No. They and I get to turn that
2: money into my money. That's incredible. Mama can go to Mars.
1: (laughs) So the money they're wasting by leaving their lights on in the Pentagon, you're spending on. uh, Getting yourself to Mars. Those are my new cigars. That's that incredible. Money. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, you got a lot of guts, obviously, but it takes an incredible amount of guts to wear a shirt that says Russia sucks within 100 miles of the Russian border. Yeah. You ever get any flack for that?
2: Again, I don't speak a lick of that language. If mm. they were mad, I didn't know it. They, let's yeah. be honest, they all sound pretty angry when they talk, don't they? So maybe <laughs> they were <would> be... me. <laughs> I I walk around in the world. Every day, I, I act as if I had a force field around myself, yeah. right? And yeah. that everyone in every room loves me wow. and everyone in any room of age deeply wants to have sex with me. That's what I'm I mean, doing I every, wish... every second of every day. So I'm not right. worried about what the Russians are you kidding me?
1: Everything you just said, I wish I could bottle one ounce of that for myself because I am the exact opposite in almost every single way. I know. <laughs> um, what's absolutely flabbergasting to me is I'm looking at my, that your bio again and seeing that you sell dolls on Etsy. And at this point, having spent a little time with you, that, Absolutely shocks me. What are what's going on with these dolls you're selling on Etsy?
2: Um, this is something I actually started doing when I was just a, just a little towhead, just a tot. Towhead. Um, it, it means i I was blonde and I'm not anymore. Keep up, Dean. <laughs> Never heard um, of. <laughs> And you know I wanted to make some money to buy some candy cigars, mm. but my dumbass mom sp- wouldn't get them for me. You've been smoking
1: cigars since you were a towhead.
2: There we go. Yeah, you're doing great. You're really you're you're paint paint me a picture with your words, Dean. And uh, I wasn't. I didn't want to make lemonade because that's lame as hell. Mm. And but I realized that a lot of the other girls on the playground, gross, Mm. loved dolls, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really easy to steal a doll from a child and then resell it. I see. It's like one of the easiest ways to make money. It's zero overhead involved There's there.
1: Absolutely no difference really with what you're doing with the missiles. So you're just you were a salesperson at, at a oh, very yeah. tender age. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. saw the market and you you got yourself some very cheap dolls. Yeah. And then you sold them.
2: Yeah. And then it's it's you know, the nice thing about, you know, capitalism and e commerce is that I can take this really to new heights in my adult life. It's also still very easy as an adult to steal a doll from a child and then <laughs> You pop that online, and there are some fun weirdos online, man. They will yeah. buy anything. People like to buy dolls that are haunted, mm. and there's no way to check. You can just lie. Yeah. So I, t- you know, I I walk past a bus stop, and I just yeah, I grab you know wow. the little chubby leg of a Cabbage Patch Girl, whatever the fuck these kids are doing these days. Uh. Pop it online and say that a spirit lives in it. Yeah. Patty's got a thousand dollars.
1: Wow, that's incredible. Uh, again with the third person I kind of assumed that as an adult you were procuring these dolls another way but, but the idea that you're an adult and you're forcibly taking children's dolls and reselling them
2: kids gotta learn early to hustle man
1: yeah you know. well it, it'll, it'll toughen if them up if they kept their
2: eyes on the ball I wouldn't have been able to get in yeah, there and, and do what and I do maybe
1: that kid will grow up t- uh, into a person who always keeps his wallet in his front pocket right ideally. So I'd like to bring my first guest back in here and just uh, see what she has to say about all this. It seems like you're both kind of surrounded by men in your in your different professions, uh, and you're coming at it, you're, you're engaging with those men in two different ways. One of you sort of one of the boys, and the other one is uh, constantly deferring to and apologizing uh, to uh, them.
0: Brooke seems cool. I just yeah. thank you, and um, I'm sorry. <laughs> also, okay, so as entrepreneurs, as women in business... Have you read? Um, I'm sure you have. It was the lady from Facebook wrote, "Lean, lean in." Lean in,
2: hell yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Have you read the <laughs> Have you read the pull out one? You know Is what? There? I
2: don't get a ton of reading done. Is there unless a sequel to Lean In? It, it's
0: called, called pull, pull Out. out. Yeah, I read a lot of
2: out. Elon Musk's tweets. I can't say that I've gotten to pull out. Give me, give me the
0: lowdown. Um, it's just it's it's just taking the corporate world by the mm-hmm. again. You know, going for the courtesy, reaching around, and and it just reminded me a lot of you. Wow. Is,
2: I have so many follow up questions. Thanks, Brooke. Um, <laughs> is in this situation is is grabbing him by the p- from behind a pleasurable experience or w- is that like a act of aggression
0: you'll just have to read the book you're
1: so right damn and when uh patty i guess are we are we gonna get a book of elon musk's tweets it'd be so much more convenient right yeah i mean
2: there's a season for all things yeah. for everything there is a season a time to kill and a time to die and whatever else the bible said
1: is that what's on i saw i think i saw a, f- a nice glossy photo of one of your ballistic missiles and that was written on the side of it we were
2: big fans of ecclesiastes at yeah. ffa yeah. i'm favorite, a gemini but- <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Oh no, that's, shit? I think that's astrology. Though we're talking about Bible reference, like fire from above is a Bible I, reference, right? I
2: found out what I what which one I was, but I thought it was lame. So now I say that I'm the whatever one the big bull is because that's a powerful animal. I haven't read the Bible. I haven't read mm. that. Oh,
1: one. now we're on astrology, though, Brooke. It's uh, we're talking oh. about Taurus now. Oh yeah. I think right, Taurus. Yeah. So you got to go because your helicopter's warming up, right? Yeah. And uh, I think Brooke, you have an event you're doing tonight, yeah, with the with the, the guys.
0: Yes, there's a a kickball tournament oh, nice. that we're doing
1: and is there like do you how do you make that fun and how do you make sure that they all show up to you let
0: them shoot the kickball yeah i was just gonna say um wow. whoever whoever wins gets to gets like a free uh, day with whoever they want to bring to go ski shooting which yeah. is what you were talking about before do you, speaks my language
1: yeah i uh, i think russian roulette is one of the games that you allow the guys to play
0: yes Love um it. thankfully yeah. um there are no real guns involved but we yeah. um ball <laughs> tapping is a big part of our corporate culture tapping? Mhm.
1: Are you saying they they tap each other's testicles is that what you're saying? What does that have to do with Russian roulette?
0: Um it's just that we don't um you just it's just you're you're <laughs> tapping and you're not shooting someone cuz we really value the I don't know if I know how to play Russian roulette. <laughs> I actually <laughs>
1: That's the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Nathan Hartswick, playing Dean Ardenfell. Judy Shubrook was played by Daisy Maud. At least that's the name she wants me to give you, since she's in a sensitive field. And sometimes people, understandably, don't want to be Googleable when they espouse ridiculous, misogynist views, even in character. Patricia Patty Grimps was played by Maddie Cross. Maddie is a hilarious stand-up comedian based in Burlington, Vermont. You can follow this podcast at the Corporation Pod on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, and visit the website at thecorporationpod.com please subscribe, review, tell your friends about the show. And hey, if you're in the Burlington area, I hope you'll check out a show at Vermont Comedy Club and say hi. See you next week.